Welcome to Blooming Out, Indiana's only LGBTIQ plus news and public affairs show, featuring music, events, and interviews, both local and global. Live from the WFHB studios in Bloomington, Indiana, this is Blooming Out. Good evening, loves. Welcome back to another episode of Blooming Out, one of the nation's longest-running radio programs dedicated to bringing you information and commentary on news, personalities, and life from an LGBTIQ perspective. I'm Melanie Davis. And I'm Lucas Fisher. Yay! We're half half of our compliment today. Yep, it's just you and me. Justin and Ireland are working working busy Duh. hello <laughs> that's okay i'm busy too right we're all busy we're all busy i guess we just have to suffer that's okay i didn't mean for that to sound uh spiteful or anything you know you know ireland's off in new york and doing their thing justin is uh you know the president of uh international crime syndicate so yeah they're they're i totally understand why they're busy me i just uh you know eat frozen burritos <laughs> uh i play some video video games you know oh i forgot you about know. frozen burritos they are not good <laughs> oh we used to get the amy's ones Ooh, I forgot about those. Those are really good. The those were really good. Yeah. Those are really good. Amy's has some very top-tier frozen food. <laughs> COVID diaries. Day 60,000. I spent $5 on a frozen... <laughs> One frozen burrito. <laughs> well, um, those are actually like $3, but I like to get the Mexican... Uh, casserole or the black bean bowl mm. oh yeah but it's like 4.99 you know what you need you need a uh i don't know if they carry them at costco and they know they used to carry them at sam's we got them at sam's club but they were a little bit cheaper that way anyway burritos anyway not enough the about the covid diaries enough of covid diaries we have plenty else to talk about we have a lot of COVID uh, nightmares coming soon. I actually just heard word uh, from my hometown in Madison, just had their first COVID positive case at the public school. At, I, I think is the high school. I'm not sure. But wow. everyone who is on the school bus will now have to quarantine at home. So, and then IU, I've seen so many photos. Well, I saw one photo. But I've seen a lot of people gathering, and uh, y'all, you, you're you're gonna get sick if you keep this up. It's and get other people sick. Yeah. So I saw a picture floating around of like maybe 200 kids at a, a little party, uh-huh. and it concerned me. But we don't have to. This is not a COVID show. We've talked about COVID enough. All I can say is, Bloomington, you got to hunker down, put on some gloves, put on a mat, wear a mask. Moving on. 
Make sure it's a rainbow mask. Make a statement. There are plenty of statement masks out there. Yeah. Black Lives Matter. You know. You know. uh, Coexist mask. Can you imagine like the bumper sticker? Anyway, moving on. I'm sorry. How are you doing, Melanie? I am livid. Yeah, Um, me too. (laughs) Well, we had an incident. Um, Everybody knows my ex was killed. Uh, She was the postal worker in Indianapolis who was murdered by uh, one of the people on her route. And this week, somebody posted up a... uh, uh, we came, became aware of it. Um, both of us saw it. My daughter and I uh, saw this post about the murder. There's a quick little rundown of kind of what happened. And then it turned into a racist trope. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And it was shared 220 some times. So it, it had a lot of coverage. And, um, yeah, I saw you, it, it had a picture of her and her killer and her killer is a black 21 year old young man. And people took that as the point was that, uh, it was saying that she was killed and it didn't make headline news, which is absolutely false. The Guardian UK, not even the US version. The Guardian in the UK covered it. And it made, it went, it was on CNN, it was everywhere. I don't know if it was on Fox. Maybe these people didn't see it because it was, wasn't on their favorite, uh, station, which is kind of ironic. Um, but yeah, don't say that A, it was racially motivated or that or falsely state that there was no coverage because she was white and that doesn't fit the narrative that the liberal media wants to present because that is absolutely false. And, um, and I responded and tried not to rage out. And so many people, um, reported went on, the post uh, said there what they had to say, reported it, and it was taken down finally. And, you know, our child had to see that. Has to rehash that. Has to put up with this um, very personal tragedy being public anyway. And then to have that used, you know, to go online and see a picture of your parent used for some hateful, lying, nasty stuff. And um, I, I really don't have the words that I can say on air, because apparently uh, we're not supposed to curse on air. Um, but I don't have on-air words for, for how just disgusted... I am that somebody would do that. And it was another postal worker too. It, it's, it was just horrific. It was another postal worker. Yeah. I mean, but it was covered. Well, and it's weird that 
people think that because something doesn't go viral, that it isn't, uh, it wasn't covered, but it was covered. People just only want to pay attention to the the largest news conglomerates when the Guardian UK, like you said, had covered it. So it's it's not like it wasn't covered. It wasn't just like in the indie star like this was covered so it was it was in the uh, new york post new york times it was in um it was on cnn like i said it was on uh several of the you know nbc abc affiliate stations across the nation it was seen everywhere yeah just because you didn't see it and that that's what's so upsetting about it is because uh people will just are just using it for a political means and just the format of, of the post was just uh it was very upsetting and i i feel for you because i saw that and it was uh i it made me upset too i'm still i still shake about it i'm just i'm yeah just don't disrespect people by using them for your your own agenda um yeah we try not to do that in our community too but to spread hate and lies really that's just that's just base and then mm-hmm. to put <laughs> my child through that again i can't say the words um but then somebody else posted something uh and and I'm I'm it wasn't too far afterward. But it had to do with it was right after uh Michelle Obama gave her speech at the uh DNC, right? And I heard the speech and loved it. I I really miss hearing her on a regular basis. Um so there was a excerpt, a little picture, and an excerpt says, If you think things cannot possibly get worse, trust me, they can, and they will, if we don't make a change in this election. If we have any hope of ending this chaos, we have to vote for Joe Biden like our lives depend on it. Now, what she meant there was that things are getting bad, and they seem pretty horrible, but they can get worse. And under our current administration, they will get worse. However, this person, who I am fairly uh, uh, close to, said, So is that a threat? Because that's the way I interpret it. I'll gladly take the bull stuff. These fools will pull when Trump remains in office. Would be nothing compared to the S-storm these idiots will do to us if they get into office. Don't like what I have to say? Go ahead and unfriend me now, be, because if you think like them, then there is no talking to you or talking any sense, S-E-N-C-E, into you. Um, now, he was taking it, meaning things will get worse for him, uh, for... America because the Democrats are going to make it worse. Not a leftist, a leftist yeah. threat from the, the corrupt radical Democrats 
Yes, I forgot the leftist. I forgot the that leftist. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually interpreted that as an a threat instead of as a uh, <laughs> response to the threat we already have. <laughs> yeah. So, well. I, well, I'll just say, okay, so Trump is defunding the Postal Service, the, the USPS, and we know that he's doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, he's, and he said as much as why. He said why he's doing it is because if people vote in greater numbers, if they're able to vote more, I think the the quote was, it'll be the end of the Republican Party. And yet he tweeted, I think just yesterday, even though he's the one destroying the USPS, Mm -hmm. he tweeted, save the Postal Service. Right. When he is the one who is not saving the Postal Service. Anyway. The people that mash up his bananas need to take his phone away. Um. Yeah. He shouldn't be able to use a spoon, let alone uh, lead, a, lead a nation. I am just surprised that this person uh, would assume that the Democrats are threatening. Well, like I responded. Number one, I corrected his, his spelling, um, which that was a little dig, yes. I said also... Uh, the threats that modern Republicans and Trump's administration pose to me and to many I love are very real and life or death. What threat are you under? And he responds with, what threat has Trump or any of his supporters threatened you with? <sighs> Curious, really, because I don't know anybody that gives two poops about someone who what someone is. Never heard or felt like he was directing any of the people he uh, to be a threat or demean anyone would like to see where all the Trump supporters are destroying cities and or uh, ripping people out of their cars, ultimately beating them to death. Keep up the Marxist BS and there will be hell to pay because the, and, and this is the thing that tripped me up. Normal, all caps, people, Gonna have a field day with all these idiots. Now, this is somebody that I'm uh, fairly close to. Um, and and for him to just play that card like that is so telling of the mindset, right? And it just shook me. And and I it took me a couple hours to respond to that one because I didn't know how. Um this is somebody who knows who I am, knows where I came from, knows what I've been through, who has heard my story over and over again. And and been there for much of it. Um, who has access to all the stuff that 
I post, uh, social justice wise, uh, LGBTIQ wise, and the normal thing, it feels like a betrayal. Um, it feels like <laughs> it feels like the time spent trying to uh, make connection and help people understand uh, has been wasted. Like if this person hasn't heard or seen what's been going on and is asking me, oh, how is how has Trump ever done anything to LGBT people? I I don't know. And either this person has uh, a severe mental block in that area or or what the deal is. I have no or or they do not follow the news. They're not actually invested in the government. They just accept the privileges that it brings them as as you know, a government should. But it's not like I'm circumspect. I'm pretty outspoken about things. And this person who is exposed to this and has been exposed to the complaining and posting and laying out of issues that I've done over the past four years um, doesn't get it. Supports Trump, thinks that everything's hunky-dory and that left folk are leftists are um, all murdering uh, thugs who like to complain about stuff and have no base. Um, I I don't know. I I really don't know how you can be that blind. It has to be willful or it has to be some sort of... uh, um, brainwashing i don't know so i i wrote back and it was i had to put it in several different replies because it was too long to fit in one um and i'm not going to read what i i wrote because i'll probably just post it up oh i mean well there was one let me just read the 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 tangible things do you want to read that part the tangible things that the Trump administration has legitimately done. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even. Those were just three of um, 30 or so. That was just the introduction. I didn't I didn't give you the rest of what mm-hmm. I put up. Wow. And, well, uh, let me just read the first one. Sure. Because here, look, everyone. Um, one of the things that Trump did when he got into office was oppose the equality act which come on the equality act you're gonna oppose equality Mm -hmm. um so despite support from almost every segment of the u.s population and a majority of republicans president trump opposed the equality act in may the house passed the equality act voting to guarantee critical non-discrimination protections for LGBTQ people, among other crucial rights. 
Trump uh, opposed the Equality Act. What? The Equal Rights Amendment's over 100 years old, and it hasn't been ratified. It um, they, they just got enough states to sign on mm-hmm. to it to bring it back up, but it, it died in 1981. It's crazy. Uh, this country isn't about equality and freedom for all. This country is about oppression, and that has to change. That's what we've got to fight for, is that these people who uh, defend this authoritarian regime don't believe in the ideals that they're espousing. Uh, don't believe that the ideals that are, are put forth uh, for this country. And they they're acting against the interests of their fellow citizens. Yeah. They literally refuse to sign it in writing. So that people can actually have some equality. Some. Yeah. But, but no. Like, and the... Uh. And then it goes on. And and there's just so much. And I and I'm, I try not to get wound up, but I find myself... My blood's boiling right now. You know, it, and it's not just for right now. We have... Uh, anti-LGBTQ judges that are being thrown into the bench. Um, he can't appoint anybody as an actual uh, cabinet member. They're all acting members. But he's putting forth all these very virulently uh, anti-equality. And it's not just LGBTQ. It's it's racists. It's misogynists. They're getting shoved into these positions that they're going to have for years. So not only is the problem now, but he's pushing it forward and it's going to be a lasting legacy of hate and inequality. And I still have friends who um, aren't going to vote because they do not believe in the system. They believe the system is broken and that participation in the system is just furthering that and that is not in the best interests of the people and I get that so hard. I can't be there. I have to... I Voting is a utilitarian uh, thing for me. It's very... It's, a, it's an obligation. Mm-hmm. And it's right now the only way that I have any kind of power or agency to make any kind of change in this world. And we saw it from the last election. If was a 40 some percent of the people of the electorate had actually voted, we wouldn't have this problem right now. We might have mm-hmm. had another problem, but it wouldn't be this severe problem. Yeah. Well, let me take a second to explain why not voting is sort of a fallacy. If you really believe in trying, if you, if you don't try to vote, you're a nihilist. Um, And here's why. Because if you don't believe in voting, you, I mean, if you aren't willing to even test it, think of all the people who just don't believe in voting and have never voted or haven't voted in years. 
the forty six percent, like you just said, if you if you can't take the time to at least raise a tiny flag that says yes or no to to a candidate, of course, then like what are you doing? Like it doesn't cost you any money. Well, I guess that's debatable now. Um, there are actually a lot of uh, voting things that you know keep people from voting uh-huh. which is also part of the problem like at the very least even if if the electoral college does screw us over and hand us another trump don't we deserve like a proper it's like the census people like it's illegal to not fill out the census did you know that you can be fined up to like two hundred dollars i think if you don't fill out the census we need to think of voting as a way to gather data in the same way that the census is a legal obligation so that we can have information about how we are as a people, we need to know where the party lines are, if there's going to be that. We need to know what's going on in this country. You can't just not vote. Like, if you're not going to vote because you don't like Biden or because you don't believe in, in, in voting, vote for someone you believe in let's at least get an accurate number and melanie you probably want to dispute me on this and i want to make this clear we need to vote for biden but if why would you not vote the point is you can vote do it come on i get i get their conviction and it's not that they don't believe in voting not that they don't believe in democracy or something akin to a democratic process. It's, it's this system. It's this country. It's the way that, um, the way that the entire governmental system is set up right now. So the oppressive state, the murderous state, right? The anti-human state, right? We, we're, We've heard all this for decades about right, corporate right, right. control and and all that, and it it's we know it's true and we know what's going on, and this system has to be re redone. Yeah, we have to rewrite um, the rules so yeah. that there is fairness and equity, and and it it's participation in it. some believe makes you complicit in that yes well here's here's my thing we need to gauge we need to gauge figure out why like how the system is not being handled if we if you can't we we know we know we know but look if you can't if the voting doesn't work then clearly none of it works but if you're not willing to test it and gauge how the system is even handling your votes, how can you expect any of your rights to be even, I don't know. Well, it's, it's a matter of principle a bit. For me, it's, it's purely, uh, it's, it's an easy thing. You, I go, I vote because I can, because I haven't been disenfranchised yet. Um, and I, I do it because 
not participating is um, something that I, I was taught was I was raised to participate. I was raised to to do my citizenly duty and go out there and choose whoever I felt was best. Well, I, I choose whoever I feel right now, and this is the sad part, whoever is best on the local level, yes. But on the national level, it's it's a different story. And mm. I vote for who's not going to try to kill me or to take away my rights. That That's how bad it's gotten. We are at the point where we're still, we're, we're more in danger than we were four years ago. Absolutely. You know, that used to be the thing that they asked, you know, how are you, how are you doing? Are you better than you were four years ago? No, no, <laughs> heck no. Um, and, uh, it, it, we are in a time and place where, um, where it's the survival is the is the law yeah and um i i don't want to go on about this well i just want to say i just want to say because i know a lot of people i know a lot of people who are not gonna vote and they think biden is as bad as trump but i want to say that at least with biden we will have a marginal amount of accountability that we absolutely do not have with Trump. He doesn't care. He does not care. He is untouchable and he will move through life like that until his last breath because he has been, he's gotten away with pretty much everything he he's ever done, you know, not paying people. He's been sued. How many Hundreds or so times, um, thousands by the of times, government. <laughs> by government, by individuals, by the people who were working for him that he never paid. You know, he's a cheater. He's he's in many many ways. He doesn't care because it doesn't affect him. Um, and and to continue handing him the reins to whatever's left of this nation uh, when he's done with it is uh, just unbelievable. So um, enough about that specifically. Yeah. I just think, you know, I'm not happy with Biden, especially with all of his, uh, you know, or Kamala either with how they support the police and the crime bill and all this crap. But at least I think they'll listen. Which is why, you know, we... They're reachable. They're reachable. Trump Trump is the enigma and tired of it. Well, he's just pandering. Yeah, he'll pan, you know, like a... To people like Morals of America. Like the... Oh, what a segue. Segway. Wow, isn't it crazy how a group like Morals of America has only, like, doubled in size and gotten more aggressive since 2016 yes and And remind us of who morals morals of america are all right well they're a facebook group and you know they may i feel like they have been around for about four years but maybe not 
but they are uh quite plainly a uh, anti LGBTQ advocacy group, a hate group that uh, believes that LGBTQ people are pedophiles, and uh, they are doing everything in their efforts to stop Spencer Pride from existing. And last Cause, week... Because they're based out of Owen County, right? They're yes, they're based out of Owen that. County in Spencer, Indiana. And yes, it is specific. The group is just called Morals of America, but of they are explicit in uh, you know, doing their work, if you want to call it that, in Spencer. And you know, their Facebook page I followed them. I am pretty sure they listen to our show. If you're listening, really? hi for joining us. We are not pedophiles. You know what? You can uh write to us or call in uh to the station if you would like to be on our show. I would invite you to come on and why don't you represent Explain what you're about? We want we really want if you're gonna represent yourselves, why don't you do it on the air? Come online and you know, let's uh I mean up? I'm willing to give you a fair a fair platform, but I draw the line at uh thinking that there there's Thinking that the LGBT community approves of pedophiles, that is not true. And nope. there is no P in LGBTQ. Nope. Nope, there's not. But there are some reports that have been out that um, they're not based in fact at all. Uh, but of course, you know, you put it up on some Breitbart or whatever, and it becomes truth to certain people uh, that the LGBTQ community has embraced uh, pedophiles because um, what was the the term? Pedophilia is a sexual uh, identity as opposed to uh, a deviancy or um, whatever, and that as queer people... Well, we just accept that. No. And no. this is something that's been passed around for hundreds of years. This is just a continuation of that garbage. Now, there's something that happened recently with Morals of America uh, in Spencer. And it has to do with something that's been gaining in popularity across, you know, the Western Hemisphere, at least, and around the world. Um, and that's Drag Queen Story Hour. And I'm sure pretty much everybody out here has heard of Drag Queen Story Hour. Uh, Spencer Pride is having a virtual Drag Queen storyline or story time uh, scheduled for October 12th to the 18th. Uh, the community would like for local, state, and/or federal authorities to ensure no pedophilia activity is and no harm will be done to the yeah. children that unfortunately will be allowed. To view this drag queen story time. Now. So. I don't even know where to start with this. So, listen. It is open <laughs> to the public. Anyone can go. Mm -hmm. 
you're welcome to come. And there's frankly nothing to be afraid of. So, you know, it's virtual, right? It's virtual. So I'm sure anyone. Even if, even if there were some sort of harm, which there is none there, they, you have drag queens that read kids books to kids. That's drag queen story hour. Right. Let's talk about what a drag queen is. Can we do a little bit of that? Because uh, I've talked to someone recently uh, who, look, um, you can't just say that you can't just say that there's going to be pedophilia because it's a drag queen. Just because you don't agree with what drag is, you probably just don't even know what, what drag is. Drag to them is a representation of the LGBT community and LGBT people have always been uh, equated with pedophilia by non-queer people. It, it's a way of smearing. It's a way of demeaning. It's a way of attacking uh, by proxy. Even you can just label somebody a pedophile and then people are going to gang up on them. Um and that's fine if they're a pedophile, but like you can't just throw those accusations around but just because have. just because you're afraid of a person in drag. Or just because you're afraid of queer people. Or because you're against it and you don't want your child to be queer. But right. you don't have the choice in that, first of all. And uh second of all, don't you don't your kid doesn't have to go. You're the parent. Just leave leave us alone. Oh, no. Or, we, we have to take care of the pedophiles in the community. We can't let them have access to the children. And this type of thing in their mind is something that they feel is giving pedophiles access to children. Yeah, but uh, yeah. And that's just not true. Um, like I said, anyone's welcome to come to the virtual drag show. Or drag story time. Uh, yeah, we we don't condone pedophiles. We wouldn't support pedophiles. Um, Spencer Pride would not allow that to happen. Well, obviously. There, there's no way, there's no platform for pedophilia. No. That's not there what never, it's about. There never was, and there never will be. This isn't what it's about. And to, to continue... Uh, for these people to continue to drive that message. And yes, mostly it's uh, older individuals who have had this pounded into their heads. I've got videos on uh, one of my computers about, you know, the old um, videos that they would show in school about, you know, when a young woman blossoms into uh, full womanhood and, and has her period and, when little boys have messes in the middle of the night. Things like that. You know, the little educational films that they take you off into individual classrooms to do. From, you know, the 50s on up through the 70s, they have videos about um, uh, queer people being pedophiles and cruising for kids and how, you know, you've you got to watch out for this. 
they made <laughs> they don't say anything about you know maybe your uncle Sam who uh, has molested a few of you know you and your cousins and God knows who else they don't or, make any uh, mention of that they don't make any mention of uh, I don't know Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein versus yeah. Jane Doe look it up this yep. is a court case it is something that happened you can't just act like it's fake news you've got because... one in the White House and you're trying to point at people who are promoting diversity and inclusion and acceptance for kids so that they don't grow up to be bigoted and hateful and spiteful and mean and you know like maybe the kids uh who attacked the three trans women and beat them down in the middle of the street recently uh instagram influencers i say that derisively because i'm not on instagram and i have a child who is and she's really influenced by the people there but anyway so eden the doll and jocelyn flawless and uh jasleen white rose were robbed beaten and chased through the streets by several young men uh, one of whom filmed the whole incident they took some still photos People walked by as they were begging for help and did nothing, but we know that. Um, these folks get influenced by people who say uh, that we are less than human. They feel that it's their right to go out and hurt us because we're LGBT, you know? Um, we aren't human. We aren't real. We are a threat, maybe. We are... Uh, we're targets. And it's okay. I mean, that old uh, game Smear the Queer, right? And you get to show just how mean you can be to, quote-unquote, the queer. This is conditioning this is an education for young men young women to go out and um, police their own communities and that's just in this day and age that can't be allowed to happen I, I really I'm looking at all this. Matthew Shepard, his murder uh, anniversary, uh, wasn't that just a little bit ago? I'm forgetting. But, you know, he... We have all these cases where people are killed because of their race or their queerness or basically a reason for people to hate them. And as America, we just kind of shrug and move on. And it happens again and again and again. And yay, we get to be on TV. You know, we have top-rated shows. We have acceptance. 
Or do we? Because the violence is increasing. It's not lessening. And even as most of America is accepting of us, is okay with us having equal rights. Like, that's a thing. Like, that's something that we need anybody's okay to have. Everybody should be equal. There should be zero tolerance for inequality, inequity. And yet we have to ask for it, beg for it, fight for it. No, it's granted. We should have it. It's there. And so we have, we have to fight because there are people who want to deny that from us. There are people that want to erase us. Yep. It's pretty sad. And, uh, I don't know if you're still listening, morals of America, uh, look up that Donald Trump case. Like I said, uh, Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein versus Jane Doe. Uh, she was 13 years old when she was subject to extreme sexual and physical abuse by them. I know that's off the topic, but I just... If you're going to go around and spout a bunch of information and try to uh, demonize the the leftist cultural Marxists and all the deviants, at least know that uh, your your president, our president, uh, is a child molester. So maybe you could start there. And then, yeah, the, the, uh, the, Virtual Drag Queen Storytime is open to the public. Support Spencer Pride. Support Bloomington Pride. Um, they just had, you know, Pride Fest is 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 virtual. Um, Spencer Pride had to cancel the festival, but they are virtual as well. They have like this uh, Drag Queen Story Hour and other events happening that. Um, keep keep it alive support them help them out help them be there for next year hopefully when we can have pride again um, is there any good news can we just get rid of the bad news first There, well no, it's not bad this isn't bad this is kind of ridiculous right it's yeah so, it's absurd you remember those that couple that uh, went out in the front yard in Missouri yes. that had the the guns and they were going to in the... defend themselves against the Black Lives Matter brown people marching through their their uh, breaking down their their gate and flooding in like the, from the gates of hell. Yeah, and yeah. they're standing out there like the age. No trigger discipline. None. She's None. got her finger. Right on the trigger. I his finger was, you know, off and on, but hers was definitely always on the trigger. Pointed right at people. And uh yeah, those folks. Remember them? The penguin looking penguin looking folk, yeah. I was like, gonna say another word, but I remembered not to. It's uh 
It, what about them? <laughs> They're back in the news. And they oh, really? are going, both of them are going straight to, the names of the McCluskeys, actually, just uh, McCluskeys. Um, they're going to the Republican National Convention. They are going to speak, or at least uh, Mark McCluskey is going to speak, because his wife, Patricia, is, uh, quote-unquote, not built for that. Um, Scared. You know, you can stand out in your front yard with a gun pointed at people and your finger on the trigger and be all tough, but you can't speak in front of a crowd about being a white nationalist and anti-gay. They hate gay people, huh? They Well, these things, the Venn diagram of uh, racists and uh, white supremacists kind of overlaps a little bit. Um just a bit. Little. So they're going to be speaking. Uh, I'm not sure what they're going to talk about. This is where are they speaking? Republican National Republican National Convention, which oh boy. isn't going to be a huge thing, right? It, but it is going to be a thing, right? It's apparently going to, well for now. Republican Convention. Um, who knows? I can't wait to tune into that, honestly. It's it's just going to be a horror show. Um, anyway, they didn't want any gay couples living on the block. So uh, that just to let you know where they are on that. What, like, verbatim? Like, they said that? Yes. <sighs> the McCloskeys un- unsuccessfully appealed a case all the way to the state Supreme Court trustees. Uh, um Oh, the state Supreme Court trustees voted to impeach Patricia, accusing her of being anti-gay, all the way back in 1992. I was still in high school then. Um, In 2002, Mark refuted the claims and said certain people on Portland Place, for political reasons, wanted to make a gay issue. Uh, No, they they wanted to ban gay people from living in their neighborhood. So, Mm. that's that. And they get to go make fools of themselves on national television, and that will be fun. Everybody, well, that's that's a, a very funny piece of news for that you shared with us. Very funny. I think everybody should go get rocks, bring them in, and when they watch the convention, throw them at their TV. That will be cathartic. Do or not destroy your TV from their house. Just kidding. No. <laughs> They probably have security at their house now. They're probably like, you know. They already did. They're big shots. They're Standing like. Standing out front. They got guns waving. They're political, like, you know, political heroes or something. Whatever. <laughs> well, I don't care. What is that in Arkansas or something? Like. That was Missouri. Oh, it was, okay. Missouri. Yeah. Uh, what was the name of the place? Portland something or other. Portland Yard. I don't know. Portland Place. Oh, Portland Place. Yeah. The place of ports. Why don't you just move to Oregon? Okay. Don't. Don't. I know people in Oregon. Don't don't move there. I know people who've moved out of Missouri. So. To Portland? No. To here, actually. That's. But here's yeah, still better. Yeah. But we do have some good news. And it's it's a great update. Um for people who 
we're worried about uh, so the Trump administra- administration um, had tried to block uh, LGBT, but especially trans folk from getting health care. Uh, he in the way that he wanted to enhance laws that uh, or enhance laws that would allow um, discrimination against LGBT folk in the form of like religious freedom or uh, whatever excuse you wanted. And also to imp- uh, to, to roll back the protections, the non-discrimination uh, p- protections in healthcare that uh, the Obama administration had put in, in force. But uh, federal judges, thank you so much for the work you're doing against a lot of these really horrible uh, rulings or or um, guidances or laws or uh, proclamations and 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 orders, executive orders uh, that are coming out of the Trump administration. Uh, a federal judge blocked that right 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 before it was supposed to to be enacted. So that um, was on Monday. So if you hadn't heard it, there it is. The new rules were set to take effect on Tuesday. And the, it was uh, the Affordable Care Act, again, which had been instrumental in getting pe- so many people insurance and coverage and health care. So discrimination was banned um, because uh, I, on the basis of sex in the Affordable Care Act. And since we have had that ruling by the Supreme Court that LGBT folk are covered under Title IX based on sex, which is a protection based on sex, I think that is going to have ripple effects beyond, and this is an example of that. So not only does it protect us for... Um, employment discrimination in some cases, it's also going to be able to be expanded, touched upon, used as some sort of precedent uh, to keep protections or give protections based on uh, discrimination in other places. So, yay. Great news there. Yeah. Uh, That is really, really good news. Um, I wish we had Ireland and Justin here to comment too, because I want to hear their perspectives. I want to hear your perspectives. I want to hear people call in, write in. Um, what's that email again? Blooming out at wfhb. Dot, oh, wait a second. Wfhb.org. That's it. Yeah. Yay! Send us an email, or yeah, just send us an email. We ain't stopping. No. Just going to get better. Also, yeah. I would suggest going to um, go to Bloomington Pride's page, too, and look at see what they've got going on. Um, this is just a really tough season for everyone, right? But there are still ways to uh, connect, and we need that more than ever. So, uh, see what you can do. There was a 
5K, I believe, today uh, for for Bloomington Pride. Oh, really? For Pride Fest, yeah. There, so the B-Town Pride 5K, I'm not sure how this works, but it's uh, every day for the next, like, 10 days, 19th through the 29th. So, uh, yeah, if you click on their Facebook page and you look at Pride Fest 5K, it says the 12th, but then uh, you have all these other dates here and you click on that and it'll give you all the dates. So there's that. Um, It's raising money for the Pride Fest, so that's cool. And then there's going to be a virtual Pride the 27th through the 29th i don't see any information about it yet but i'm sure we will we'll find out and we'll get you and we'll get you the information tune in next week the day before the virtual pride well and everything's on the internet now so you just see it the day of and you're like oh Uh uh-huh but you know what i think we're out of time aren't we i think so I need a virtual beer. I need a virtual beer. You can have those. Just you have to be six feet away from it. You have to socially distance drink. Yeah, don't go to the bar, kids. Well, (sighs) I guess I shouldn't say that. Go to the bar and get it to go. (laughs) Or just support Big Red Liquors. Or uh, this is such a... Or don't drink. Or don't just give someone your money. Give someone your money if you have it. If If you you don't, um, yeah, be careful. Open the club. (laughs) Go online. Are you reading this? Do you have it? Okay, bye. Yep. Blooming Out is a production of WFHB Community Radio, and it is produced by Melanie Davis and news director. Cade Young. Lucas Fisher is our me, the engineer. <laughs> for blooming out, I'm WFHB. For blooming, <laughs> blooming out, I'm Lucas Fisher. Uh, for blooming out in WFHB, I'm Lucas Fisher. And I'm Melanie Davis. Remember, if everything were straight, roller coasters would be one long, boring ride. Be well, stay safe, speak truth, manifest equity. Demand justice and good night from your blooming out family. Woo! Yay! All right, I gotta go. I'm starving again. Oh, I should have recorded that.